0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Purpose Tune Podcast. The goal of my show is to create valuable content to broaden your knowledge, inspire you, and get you in the right mindset so that you can apply it in your own life to drive impact, generate meaning, and achieve your purpose. In this episode, my guest is Trav Bell. Trev is the bucket list guy. The world's number one bucket list expert. As a self-appointed bucket list serologist, Trev helps people live their bucket lists before it's too late. His unique life engagement message really wakes you up, stops groundhog days, and helps you to experience more fulfillment. He says a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our business plan or career plan should fit into our life plan and not the other way around. No one practices what they preach more than Trev. His crazy globe-trotting adventures are contagious, hilarious, and always fresh. He is the author of the best-selling book, The Bucketlist Blueprint, a TEDx thought leader and a certified speaking professional, and is also the founder and CEO of Bucket List Coaches, who are now on a mission to help 10 million bucket listers. Before Trav became the Bucket List Guy, he founded and franchised a chain of professional training studios across Australia. Starting with one client, he and his team went on to do over 2 million personal training sessions and, motivated, and has motivated tens of thousands of clients. This is why Trav is now regarded as one of the world's most in-demand motivation speakers. Hi Trav, thanks so much for... Uh... Joining me today on this beautiful day here in San Francisco. Um, clear skies, about 60 degrees, very untypical uh, of a weather here. At the <laughs> time. So I do pre- uh, appreciate you. Uh, where are you in the world?
1: Mate, I am in, uh, where am I? Uh, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> left this country for quite some time. Um, I'm in a place called Ocean Grove, which is about an hour and a half out of Melbourne in Australia. So, and it is, well, it's, it's Tuesday where you are and it's Wednesday morning where I am. So I'm from the future.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> stoked to be on, stoked to be on the show, Kong.
0: I love that. I love speaking to people in the future. It gives me hope.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we've got this thing called the coronavirus. I don't know if you've heard of it yet. Um, <laughs> all good, man.
0: Well, Trev, tell us uh, uh, about yourself. Um, a little bit of background. What do you do for a living?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it's kind of it's interesting that's that that call because you know I, you know when you're on a plane, remember that remember those dark old ages, uh, the ages when we were, used to jump on airplanes and go places. Um, yes. Uh, anyway, the um, but yeah. So what do you do? Well, they call me the bucket list guy. So I run around for the last 10 years, I've been running around the world <clears throat> doing my bucket list and then companies, organization, conferences, meeting planners, et cetera, um, pay me as a keynote speaker to talk about my adventures and hopefully inspire audiences. Um, so I've created a, a a business around my bucket list. So being the bucket list guy I was someone actually called me the bucket list guy about 10 years ago after the first seminar that I put on and uh, so I had a list to do before I die since I was 18 actually written down since I was 18 <clears throat> not a lot of people knew that about me um, and I started in this first seminar I started sharing my list to do before I die and it really inspired everyone within the within the group and then at the end of it one of the one of the audience members said, Hey, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? This is 10 years ago. Mm. It's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. And I went ping light bulb moment, went home and registered the bucketless guy.com. And I've been doing that ever since. So my life and my business are really the same. Um, prior to that, I went through a bout of depression. So uh, albeit mild compared to what I've heard since, but instead of going on sort of heavy antidepressants, which was like a band aid kind of fix, mm-hmm. um, I decided to sum up the courage, get right into you know personal development, trying to understand the psychology or the you know um, psychology of, or the root cause of what I was going through, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like sleepwalk through my life um, with with drugs. So I, I went into personal development you know, did everything that he could imagine, <laughs> learned life, coaching, NLP, um, positive psychology, a principle, law, you know, law of attraction, all that sort of stuff. And, and it became a big soup of uh, just personal development. Mm-hmm. And then it was actually one of our mates said um, right, sort of at the end of all that, why don't you teach this stuff, Trove? And that's when I, I went ping light bulb moment. It sort of justified all the money and time that I'd spent on this stuff. And then, and I put on this talk, and that's how it all evolved. Prior to that, prior to the depression, I, I was the first to franchise personal fitness training studios in Australia. And I did that for 20 years, started with one client, nearly over 2 million personal training sessions, 10, tens of thousands of clients across Australia, and uh, up to 300 personal trainers working under our umbrella um and uh yeah i did that for 20 years so my identity with it was in health and fitness and i started personal training like back in the mid 90s so i'm a little bit older mate so i um i can't I started tell this yeah <laughs> i started this thing called um yeah started really one of the first personal trainers kind of running around melbourne back in the day and always loved helping people but now it was like first 20 years was personal training and now it's kind of personal development i guess
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. I also come from the very similar background. I love fitness as well. I think it's a great way to move your body and get your mind uh, in a state of flow because when you're in a state yeah. of flow, everything just comes naturally. So I love that. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, so- yeah. It's, yeah. It's an essential part of it. You know, like we were all working from home and it just sets up a really good routine. I'm very rigid, very rigid. I've got to be flexible at times, but um, you know I'm lucky to be with a with a partner, and we, you know, her, Tracy, my partner, and I, and the whole family, you know, we're active, and and it was less, it was it was more about aesthetics when I was you know when I was younger. Yeah. Um, it's not not it's really about mental health and energy and vitality, and I've got two thirteen year old, nearly fourteen year old boys in my life now, and just just keeping up with them that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, yeah, the whole mental fitness is really important,
1: especially if don't you, mind, don't mind seeing a few, a few, a few cuts and shreds and that sort of thing occasionally, and a few abs still. But that's you know, it's less about that, more about the other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, uh, achieving both is it would be great, but ultimately, it really, it really is about uh, mental uh, fitness, mental sanity.
1: Yeah, especially. Yeah, that's um, it.
0: You know, we're going through um, uh, the pandemic, which has affected so many people. Um, yeah. Do you know this show is about purpose and meaning? What's your definition of purpose and or meaning? That's
1: a really good question, man. Um, I, <clears throat> purpose and meaning, I talk a lot about this, you know, purpose, meaning and fulfillment. What is that? And I think that's when you're living in congruence with your values, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> we've got this thing called cognitive dissidence, Cognitive dissonance is when you're doing actions out there in the world that are contrary or are in a paradox to, to, um, more in contrary to what your values are. Now your values are like your internal rule book, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you value your health, so for instance, you you say you really value your health, but you're off eating McDonald's every other day. You know, it's like. You're not living in congruence, and I think I think when you're on purpose, when you have more meaning, and you get a sense of fulfillment as a result, mm-hmm. you're actually um, you're in alignment. You know, you're living you're living congruently to who you are and mm-hmm. what standards and values um, that you hold for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, there's very few people <clears throat> I think that in this in this life uh, that we come across that are living in total congruence with who they are. And, um, and I think that's, you know, on Maslow's hierarchy, that's kind of like self-actualization to a certain extent as well. It's where you're, you're really, um, you know, benefit uh, if you're getting paid for who you are and, and your thoughts out there in the world, and, mm-hmm. and you may be an, a thought leader or, or whatever, but you're incongruent with that. I, I think that's, incredibly powerful i think that's the holy grail to be honest mm-hmm. you know i i give it some context um i i am my business you know I, I i there's no like if you meet me on a stage in front of 2000 people whatever like i am the same idiot off stage right and and and, and not one person and then another um and i think right now during this pandemic, people have actually taken, and you know this, people have actually taken this big global collective deep breath in Mm -hmm. and they've actually recalibrated on their meaning, their purpose and what gives them fulfilment, right, and their happiness. So I I think no other time in history where we've been given this opportunity to do that Mm -hmm. because the world has stopped. We have to take a big deep breath in. We're not busy being busy, Right now, as we were, and we're not the we're not the lone ranger. You know, we're not just doing it on our own. Everyone's doing it, mm-hmm. and I think it's really cool. And I think it's a positive. Um, and I think it's exactly what what we probably needed. I know a lot of people have innovated in their businesses, adapted to new new technology, and here we are on Zoom, mate. Um, they're, they've uh, you know uh, they've decided, you know, how I was my old normal is not going to be my new normal. Mm-hmm. How I was stuck in traffic every day going to work and my commute time was this and I was working from this office. Well, now I'm not, the, the company's changed. You know, so this work life definition has certainly changed quite dramatically for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to still take stock um, and recalibrate on what, what's that definition for us. And hopefully that will help people be more in alignment and, and have more fulfilled and happy lives. Because, you know, there's a scary stat in America that 87% of people who go to work every day are what they call disengaged. Mm-hmm. So that's nearly 90% of people who work in North America Go to work and don't really, not really into what they do. They just get the paycheck and go home, and and they're on, you know, Hampshire on the wheel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, it's scary, you know. And and I, I, for one, sure I can say I'm in total alignment with what I do. I've been doing this for ten years, mm-hmm. and and sure I've had to keep the blinkers on and go no Trav, you This is what you do. Don't don't go bright shiny object syndrome. Just just stay on the track and it's served me well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, an inch wide, a mile deep, instead of an inch deep and a mile wide with a whole bunch of different things and being jack of all trades, master of none, I'm just doing that. Um, But I think we've got to go and try and test a few things before we find what our thing is. Mm -hmm. Um, And people are trying and testing different things more and more these days, 15 times most people change their careers now in their working life. 15 times, about five, six years ago, it used to be seven times. So people are chopping and changing and trying out new things. Mm-hmm. So it's a good time to be able to do that.
0: Do you think the reason why people are changing careers or jobs is because there's a lack of direction or is it just based on the, the, the way in which the
1: economy is going? I don't know if it's the economy. I think it's. I think it's got to do with too much information, mm. where we suffer uh, from infobesity. Yeah. I, I right. You lead to that. <laughs> and you know where we're going with this. So the the, you know, there's way too many options now. There wasn't back in the day. Um, the problem with that, there's no lo- you know loyalty mm-hmm. uh, within companies is is shocking. Um, Culture within companies, because there's no loyalty, is really hard to maintain. Um, a sense of engagement is harder when you've got, you know, a team that ships in the night and they just don't, you know. But we'd live, but we live you know, the sign of the times maybe. Um, we live in a more of a contractual world than an employment world now. Mm-hmm. So Richard Branson's Virgin said years ago, that in the future, believe it or not, he said this about 10, 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. in the future, there will be no office buildings and everyone will contract to brands.
0: Hmm. Tell me more about that.
1: Well, that's kind of how how the world is is actually going to, we're, we're rather than looking for a job, everyone's creating their own jobs. You know, or creating their, they've got a side hustle now, you know, and that's what a lot of people have done during this pandemic mm-hmm. is they've gone, you know what, I can't rely on, on this company as much as I used to, to give me that, that stability, that certainty, mm-hmm. um, that security. So I need to start a side hustle or something online to, to make sure that, you know, it's, it's like an insurance policy. Right. Um, but, but that, that piece of entrepreneur, you know, like kind of forcing everyone to be an entrepreneur is not everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's uh, built for entrepreneurship. right? Because as you know, you, you know, being a, a, a long standing entrepreneur, not someone who, who starts something for six months, put it up on Instagram. Oh, I didn't sell any fucking t-shirts. So I'm, I'm out now, go back to my job an entrepreneur needs to stick at something for a long period of time, take six punches to the face and fucking get up on the seventh Mm -hmm. straight up, you know, to be, to, to, to really make their mark, to create a legacy, Mm -hmm. you know, to create a sellable asset. And at the end of the day, the impatience of people shopping and changing, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And, um, you know, because, are people that determined? Have they got that much patience these days? Mm-hmm. Or to stick at something for more than a year, more than three years, more than five years, and to do the thing until it's right. Right. You know, you look at Jeff Bezos, right? And and modern day, you know, superhero. Amazon didn't make any money for 20 years. Now he's the richest guy on earth. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It, like like can you think of something that, that are you that driven by a, a passion project or a business idea that you could stick at it for 20 years and not make any money? Mm-hmm. And then it's like he's the richest by far now.
0: Yeah, I feel like you know, people who are in those situations that keep going no matter what. And yeah, they it's complete belief, belief
1: them, man. You know, like that that's the belief. Yeah, right. purpose. It's purpose. It's belief. It's deter absolute determination. It's bold. It's courageous. Right. And um you can only admire a guy that does that. I, I don't even I don't know if I could do that.
0: Yeah. It takes a, a lot of well, a lot of boldness and, and courage and balls. Uh, Self determination. Uh, <laughs> balls, lot, dude. And that sort of, of
1: fucking takes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> To, to really, you know, ensure that uh, they're on the right path. And, you know, for many people, they just simply give up after the first, second drive, not knowing that yeah. it's going to take 10,000 hours to be really good at your craft in order to um, get the company running. And as you yeah. said, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. But for those that do, um, you know, grind and do want to start their own business, um, mm-hmm. want more power to them to... It's great that they're following their dreams and, and their passion. I think that. But um, I, I think
1: this can be. I think. I think this can also be mapped into other areas of life. You know, people. People honestly, give up way too easy. Right. Whereas they weren't allowed off the hook. Um, as easy, in in years gone by. I think it's too easy to jump ship. Right. Because there's too many options out there, maybe, or there's just the next bright shiny object mm-hmm. you know and and if if um yeah so the, i think that what we learn in in business can be can be definitely mapped into other areas of life you know being sporting being health health for instance being um being relationships being a good parent being you know a number of different a number of different areas
0: mm-hmm. so how do you tell people to how do you how do you get through challenging times? What are some of the uh, I guess what advice would you give to my um, audience um, when they're going through roadblocks, uh, trying to let's say um, build their own startup or business? How find mean, it? it, it it's, some of the yeah,
1: look, it's really um, <clears throat> you got to build your own sunset. And what I mean by that is you got to have your own vision. Mm-hmm. like, like actually write it down. Remember this thing called, I mean, crazy. I know it's so analog. We've got these things called a pen and paper. (laughs) All right. Guys, write down some fucking goals. Like it, like the thing is it, it, there's, there's more of a consciousness process. It's more conscious if you actually write stuff down rather than even typing it into your phone. Mm -hmm. Like, there's studies that prove that actually going analog versus digital is more helpful. So there's a starter. A lot of people, a lot of people don't even write their goals, let alone their bucket list items. And did you know that we've got a forty-two percent more likelihood of them actually manifesting or showing up in our lives if you actually just write shit down? Mm-hmm. So there's a start. I know, miracle. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's you actually just people, write,
0: that's probably how Post-it Notes three M came to business because. You know, you have these little sticky notes and you, people have to write them down. And when you do, you actually, uh, there's something about, um, you know, yeah. the psych- psychological mind that actually gets you into action when you actually write it down. I agree.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, there's got to be a, pr- a regimented process around this. You know, do you do it every 90 days? Do you do it every year? Do you, you know, how do you make yourself accountable? You know, well, uh, a lot of people don't write goals down because. They've di- disappointed themselves in the past, so it's fear of failure, mm-hmm. and there's a level of fear of success. It's a real psychological kind of um, roundabout. Uh, a lot of people don't write stuff down because they don't want to disappoint themselves because they have in the past. So, oh no, I'll, you know, because they worry about, you know, they worry about the how too much. Mm-hmm. Right, worry about the what and the why. End of story. Right, and then and then, but it but if, without actually putting a stake in the ground and saying what you want and why you want it, the how is never going to appear. But -hmm. if the what and the why is strong enough, the how will work itself out. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've seen that over the last 10 years, especially I've seen that so many times. The the fact is, you know, check in with your level of inspiration around, around whatever goal that is. Mm -hmm. Like if something's like, here's the thing, what's something that you want, What's a goal that you want more than anything else?
0: Um, for me, uh, gee, I'd love to build my own business, uh, consulting, consulting business. That would be my- Consulting my in what? Uh, it would be in leadership development. It would be right. developing the next generation of leaders to lead organizations, society, communities, things like that.
1: Right. Now, two things. One, have you actually written that down?
0: I, I have, Yes.
1: Great. Now, what you've got to do then is create what what I call a success marker. Mm. Right? When will you know you're successful in that? Now that that gets really specific. Like when can you like think of your future self mm. and think of yourself as successful in that? And then and then you go, okay, you know, I, I I'll know I'm successful when. I'll know I'm successful in my leadership consultancy business when blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You actually write that, and I bet it I bet it'll it'll show up. And the thing is, that's more, it takes into all the smart goal principle, you know, specific, measurable, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And and but you'll know, you'll get that point, you'll get to that point in your life and you'll go, something weird will happen, but right? you'll hit it. You'll hit that success marker, maybe consciously, or unconsciously, and go, "Holy fuck, this is weird. <laughs> it's like a it's like a deja vu. I've been here. Shit, I'm living, I'm living what I what my success marker. You know, and and, and that success marker is just simply that peg in the ground. And it's a lot more so, so powerful.
0: Fine, sorry to interrupt, but before you go any further, how do you define what a success marker is? Like, what's okay.
1: What- Example. <clears throat> I'll give you a realistic example. Um, I'll know I'll know when I'm successful in my business when I'm at a five-star resort, mm-hmm. right? And I've written all this before when I'm at a five-star resort and um, on a, on an island and. Uh, I have to go back because I hit it ages ago and I've developed it since, but this is one that stands out. I'm at a fi- I am at know I'm successful in the business when in, um, I wake up in the morning at a five-star resort. I go and have breakfast at the buffet. I'm on an island. <clears throat> I use their Wi-Fi to check in on my phone. Mm-hmm. I see that all the international, you know, all the payments online have come through and my invoices have paid. There's no emails from my team. I mentally scan through all my expenses and I have none. Switch off my phone, finish my breakfast, and then decide what bucket list item I'm gonna tick off today.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you're completing a task and you're fulfilling a dream, and you're on to the next thing. So, so one follow-up yeah. question. Well, is-
1: there's time. There's, there's leverage. There's cash flow. There's online business. There's there's uh, team involved in that goal. There's me being me, having the balls to go on a tropical island, and and that literally happened in Samoa. So I literally looked at my phone and I went, "Fuck, hang on, what, what have I?" Hang on, I've been here before. It's really it was really freaky. <laughs> and and then I shut I shut I got, oh shit, I've got nothing else to do. I switch off my phone and put it and I just went, shit. Um, it's like eight thirty AM. I've just had breakfast. I'm like, what are we gonna do today? I was gonna I was sort of mentally prepared to have a couple of hours of work and then we go out and go fucking like, surfing or whatever and, and I was just like, shit, i got Okay, let's go and do something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was at a five-star resort in um, in in Samoa, and I went surfing all day, and we went to waterfalls and blah blah blah. So that was, and and the thing is, it was only at the end of that day that I realised, shit, I wrote this, I wrote this down years ago. So that's a very specific success marker. Mm-hmm. Now, where will you be? Mm-hmm. What will you be looking at? what sort of information have just come into your world or what sort of inputs have just come into your world to make you realize that you've been successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've just got off. I'll know I'm successful when I've just got off stage in front of a thousand people. um, And they've all bought my pro, you know, I've had a hundred people buy my program on leadership or whatever it is. And I'm I'm at the back of the room. The team has just told me, you know, a hundred people have just, bought my program and now I'm signing books.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's very fucking specific.
0: Yeah. Tell tell us more about uh uh well first of all I step back. Uh, I wanna cover a little bit about a book that you just released or published, right? Uh, yeah. and but before we go there, I, I want to talk about uh maybe it's in the minds of a lot of people, what is a bucket like list? I know what it is, but to to the audience who are listening, could you describe what that is? The process around it? Yeah,
1: bucket list is all the shit you want to do before you die. Pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. There was a movie, um starring Morgan Freeman, Jack Nicholson, a few years ago, quite a few years ago, um, and the movie shit. And I've based my whole career on it. <laughs> because, <laughs> and why it's shit is because it, it's about two guys, um, two guys that give get given a cancer diagnosis. And then they write a bucket list. So there's something wrong with that picture. We shouldn't use death as a like an impending death or a use-by date to get off our ass and go write a list of all the shit that we want to do before I die. So my whole mission, man, is to wake people up before they get given a use-by date.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, but basically, uh, you know, I did a TED talk on this called uh, Life's Too Short by Trav Bell. Might want to Google that or YouTube it. And, um, and it goes through a concept that I created called the My Bucket List Blueprint. And this is what the book's about. Mm-hmm. It's to help people write a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. It's a 12 step system. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, um, for the last 10 years, I've been talking about this and it's really helped a lot of people, you know, like, like create a more expansive, um, like unearth articulate, extract a more expansive and holistic list. Um, But it's not just about, you know, uh, ticking a whole bunch of cool stuff off. It's really about how a person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come come to fruition. It's the growth of you, us on this journey towards these self-imposed destinations. But more importantly, it's about the person that exists on the other side. And that's the person you don't know yet. That's called our potential. Right when we when and as human beings, when we experience that potential, when we experience that growth, you know, within ourselves, that puts a smile on our face. The Dalai Lama said, um, "Happiness is the meaning of life." Mm. But the thing is, people are dying at forty and being buried at eighty. Mm. Sheeple, on the treadmill, in the matrix you know um rat race whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. no wonder and, and and so something's wrong with the picture mm-hmm. um because the, the the statistics on depression are going through the roof anxiety going through the roof even worse with covid but they are already shocking beforehand suicides youth suicides which really fucking gets me mm-hmm. um the overprescription of antidepressants and these sorts of drugs we've even got this thing now, and it's called the loneliness epidemic, mm-hmm. right? And this is the adverse effect of social media, how we're supposedly more connected, but we're very much disconnected right? as human beings. So I was, I was due to give a talk to about 700 PhD students on, on this before this whole COVID thing broke mm-hmm. here in Australia. And uh, and I went down the rabbit hole with this whole loneliness epidemic. It's fucking we. It's an epidemic. We know what a fucking pandemic is. We know. <laughs> so so it's pretty serious. Um, with all of these stats climbing, something's broken, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you know through through myself and now we've got a, a tribe of of certified bucket list coaches around the world in twenty two countries now teaching my stuff. And I'm the, I'm the founder CEO of that, of, of that company, and now we're all out there teaching this stuff. And we're, we're you know combating, that's the fight that it's the fight that we're fighting against these statistics. So hopefully change the narrative um, and give people tools to be able to self-manage out of this stuff instead of going on antidepressants. So I' built this thing to, manage, to help the former me.:
0: Right. That's incredible. And you might already know this too, but I so I I, one of the reasons why I launched this podcast is because I I had a conversation with uh, some of my close friends, um, and I asked them a simple question. You know, um, what's your your, your purpose in, in life and um, a lot of them were struggling to answer that question because there was a sense of um, uh, there's a lack of direction it seems that I'm um, getting from my friends um, yeah. and, and also like a lack of clarity not knowing what they want to do both personally and professionally and so I wanted to uh, launch this podcast to help them uh, one uh, tap, in, 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 tap into their own purpose and mission in life yeah. um, and drive engagement so that that we can, um, eliminate, um, hopefully eliminate depression and anxiety. And so I yeah. think a lot of people that don't have a sense of direction mm-hmm. tend to, um, you know, uh, experience more, uh, you know, higher levels of, of stress and anxiety in their lives. And, and, in mm-hmm. you know, Compared to groups that do have a mission and a sense of purpose they 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 have something to chase for something they feel like their their sense of importance in the world yeah um, yeah is there and so they act upon these um these actions in order to to continue fulfilling um you know the things that they need to fulfill and ultimately achieving um you know their own purpose and so that's what this show is really about
1: yeah, I, I, look, I, I've been saying for years, you know, and and defining a purpose, starting with why, like Simon Sinek says. So what what I've what I've created, you know, in conjunction with all of that, is just a more tangible why, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, more tangible purpose, more tangible, meaningful end steps for people to to actually compartmentalize and actually jump onto. So I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan. Mm-hmm. where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around right? right so when you're engaged in your life plan that you'll be definitely engaged in your business plan or career plan because you know at the end of the day our businesses careers our jobs should produce two things and two things only and that is cash flow and also time flow for us to do the shit that we want to do right with whom who we want to do it with Double bonus, like you said before, if you actually love what you do and you're passionate about it and, and borderline obsessed with it, which is not a bad thing, mm-hmm. okay, um, then I think that's the holy grail. And you're of service to the community. You're, you're hitting your values. Right. Um, I think that's the holy grail. You love what you do and, and, and it's giving you what you need, mm-hmm. the two resources, time and money. Um, but you ask most people what their goals in life are let alone their purpose their goals in life is like pay off the house put the kids through school do a bit of travel when I'm older and possibly sicker mm-hmm. it's like dude is that it right
0: that's like then like you'll the be normal like retirement or like the normal path that many many people that's it.
1: it's sold to us it's sold to us mm-hmm. right whether it be retirement companies or whatever but that 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 dream of retirement is sold but if that if that's the dream that we're all sold to, well, why the fuck are these stats climbing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's the wrong deal. Right. It's the wrong thing. So I want I believe don't get me wrong, I believe in delayed gratification. You know, but but this whole society where we like I'll sacrifice my happiness to enjoy later is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because later, you know, doesn't come for a lot of people. Life's cut way too short. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they get given, you know, they get given a use by date way before they're ready for it mm-hmm. in the form of a diagnosis. Um, and, and like, I've got to suck it up. i have got to suck it up for 40 years before I get to enjoy maybe 10, 10 years
0: mm-hmm.
1: where I can't even do the shit that I wanted to do when I was younger. Like I believe in delayed gratification, but I don't think that's, the, that's the only thing. Right. you know and uh, and I want people to be happier now and then we reverse these stats and and what I've found is this bucket list idea has really helped people be happier now because mm-hmm. a bucket list isn't about just the exotic travel and the, the seven man-made wonders of the world and all that sort of stuff that you want to cross off which is what a lot of people think of a bucket list is it's all about travel but it's not mm-hmm.
0: I think it's the, the I think happiness is the the uh, is enjoying the present moment. It's not thinking about the past or the future, but also, but but thinking of it as, um, you know, and, and rather than chasing happiness, find happiness mm. like right now. I think to your point, that's that's what you're saying. And I, I also but, think that yeah. um, meditation, maybe you have some concept ideas so about how meditation, um, you know, contributes to um, people's happiness as well. Um, I'd be interested in your thoughts on that as well, because uh, look, me, uh, when uh, I'm in a meditative uh, uh, mood, I I I have more of a, a sense of uh, alertness and and I'm more um, in present with with my with my life, and so yeah. um, to me that you know that is happiness is the ability to you know recognize my, my my thoughts, my emotions right now, and finding uh, happiness and peace. Um, and also the process of achieving a goal, I think is more fun than actually achieving the goal itself. Because throughout that journey, I'm learning so much about myself and the process that um, if I were to achieve the ultimate goal there uh, to me, it would be, there would be nothing more to achieve. Right. What are your thoughts?
1: I think, yeah. Meditation, meditation is a tool, um, to, to help people become obviously more present mm-hmm. and, and to search inward, you know, the, the, you know, to, to discover those uh, tools that are already within us. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't med- You can't sit around and meditate all day. You know, we live on a commercial planet and that's just how the world works. So, right. um, you know, unless you want to become a monk and that's your thing, move to Tibet, good luck. But right. at the end of the day, um, I think it also goes hand in hand. It, it is literally a tool. I, I I see meditation as a tool, just like I do exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, any other exercise is mental, it's mental, it's a mental exercise. Um, and meditation comes in a lot of different forms for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So um, it's about really finding, you know, it helps us get in flow where time stops and, and we just get in that flow state, which is mm-hmm. um, really the, the one of the basis pillars of, of positive psychology. Mm-hmm. And positive psychology is all about mindfulness and, and you know, being present, but as well, Going towards our strengths and doing more of our strengths in our life, and doing more of the things that provide us purpose, meaning, um, and is more on point with our calling. Mm-hmm. So I think building, um, analyzing it all, and including a meditative practice. And it might be really foreign to a lot of people, but uh, you know I, I I use the Headspace app. I've had to had someone speak to me and tell me to quiet my monkey mind, uh, you know, for at least 10 minutes to start off with. And then it, you know, I, I feel absolutely amazing after, after meditation, but it's, I see it as a tool, you know, it's a tool that I strategically put, I, I strategically build into my daily plan. Uh, um, you know, I try and do that in the morning, won't work. I try and do that in the middle of the day, I'll fall asleep. Mm -hmm. I try and do that at the end of the day after exercise, um, after doing Mm -hmm. weight training and I'll get a better result. Mm -hmm. And I can go from kind of work mode to life mode, if you like, and be more present to uh, everyone else around me, or I use it before I, I, I deal with some of my coaching clients. So I'm absolutely, I've dealt with myself and and helps me scramble, um, you know, uh, and, and get clearer and get more present, obviously on the next task at hand. And that's how, you know, everyone's got their own own way to implement it and, and, and do it. So that's what works for me.
0: Mm-hmm. So speaking of what works for you, uh, this goes directly into my next question and you might have already, um, you know, answered this already, but what are the, if you had to choose your success habits, what are the top three success habits that you can offer to my
1: audience? Well, um, for me, it's, um, I'm a big hacker on this. I I really uh, have have analyzed this a lot. I've taught it in terms of productivity and and doing, you know, doing your best work. Um, I guess as an entrepreneur uh, and I know I work from home and that's how I've designed my business, even though we're a global business, I, I'm, I'm not good in an office. I talk too much. I distract everyone. I get distracted really easy. I'm better if I'm just left on my own mm-hmm. um, and, and not distracted by anyone. So we've got a remote work team in, in a bunch of different countries around the world. And that's how we've set up that business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've really taken um, a lot of years to get to this, like, uh, to, to design my life. You know, I live in a really nice house. Um, I'm looking at the surf right now literally out my window i'm looking at the ocean so i surf and surf nearly every other day and i'm looking at the oceans it's big today and it's offshore so it looks pretty good so i probably want to wrap this up soon mate um so at the end of the day i've designed
0: it surfing so i know how you
1: feel the the i've surfed my whole life so i've (laughs) surfed my whole life so i know exactly what every waves doing. you know i can see it um which is good and bad. <laughs> Behind you, I did a post on this the other day. It's like the surf was going off, and I had a heap of work to do. I'm like, oh, this whole lifestyle design has backfired on me because I'm not getting shit done. Um, and so, but it, but it does help me, you know. But lifestyle design, you know, like like looking at what are those? Because we've got two types of goals, right? We've got we've got achievement goals, and we've also got habit goals. Mm -hmm. and achievement goals are like bucket list items we've achieved something we've finished the marathon we've we've started that business we've bought the car we've we've done whatever there's a tick at the end of it there's a check so i've done that but a habit goal is is like drinking four liters of water a day or three liters of water a day or going to the gym every single day Mm -hmm. you know that's a habit goal versus an achievement goal and i think our when you when you go through and build out your day literally on a 15 15 minute by 15 minute basis um you can hack hack really effectively hack those habit those habit goals and what you because i could do it i could do a a timesheet of your week right now mm-hmm. and say all right write down what you're doing every every 15 minutes mm-hmm. and that's like a crystal ball i could i could predict safely predict what your relationships are going to be like, what your friendships are going to be like, whether you're going to be single or, or happily married or whatever, what your health is going to be like, what your business, your income, your wealth is going to be like, you know, I could look at, look at everything just in that, that snapshot. Mm-hmm. And, and you can move those chess pieces around and go, you know what, this is not, this is not working for me. I've got to implement a new habit. You know, one of the, I'll give an example, um, and I've already done it this morning. At, at four thirty, my um, uh, we we wake up. Right? We go to bed, at, you know, go to bed relatively early. We wake up, and I'm on a mission to read fifty-two books in a year. Right, and that's why I'm doing that because the best CEOs in the world do that. Mm-hmm. They they read a book a week, basically. So I'm like, fuck that! I've got to lock this in because i got to get. I've got to become a better CEO, and it's a big bit of a bucket list challenge for me too. Mm-hmm. So, um get up at 4:30 my partner lo- uh, so I read out loud. Mm-hmm. And and we have a coffee in bed and and I read out a chapter a day. And it's amazing how you just hack, you know, chip away at it and how much you actually get done. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, it makes me accountable, she learns, I learn by speaking out loud, gets gets everything moving, I actually remember stuff, I retain the information better um we uh we do that i either go for a bike ride after that um or we go for a walk and, and and go from there so that's actually part of our daily routine but it's a habit goal that's on route to i'm learning but i'm also on route to actually achieving a, a, an achievement goal which is a, a bucket list item of mine 52 books that's um cool.
0: how, how so that's a
1: new one what's that when did you
0: start it? and how are you doing with it
1: Good. Yep. Yeah, but that being said, mate, the the, the books the books started at kind of war, <laughs> war and peace, but now they're down to like fucking Mr. Men books, you know, like Mr. Tickle. <laughs> so they they've gone from like really thick to, you know, to so you're gonna on the
0: hack into the process is what you're telling yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm a very determined bastard, so I, I'm I'm willing to get fifty-two books by the end of the year. But if you've got a one-page ebook, I could really use it right now. <laughs> so, I'll look. Um, I'll, I'll look yeah. right. you know, chances are probably going uh, to none. Only, <laughs> only joking. But uh, so I can, yeah, tick it off. Um, but no, I bookend, you know, so I've designed the life. I've bookended the day with some exercise, at the you know, cardio in the morning, which is normally bike riding for me. And I, and I get to talk shit with my mates, have a coffee afterwards, good for mental health. Do that um, around here where I live, um, and then at the end of the day, at about five five thirty, um, Tracy and I, uh, my partner, we uh, you know we do we go to the gym, so we do that four times a week. We bike ride four times a week. Weekends are a bonus, um, but we've really hacked into that. Bookending the day is so important when you're working for yourself, normally by yourself, um, and then checking in it also during the day. When is your when is your sweet spot? You know, when are you most creative? When are you most productive? Mm-hmm. Doing a two hour, two and a half hour block in your most productive time during the day, which for me is morning. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, you know, like that can be the, you know, the the 20% that affects the 80%, you know, the 80-20 kind of rule at play there. There is so much more to this question that I could I could literally, and I think I am writing a book on it <laughs> um about about these habit hacks because um you know I I I do a lot of this stuff with my private clients including including these success markers that I was talking about mm-hmm. um so it's all all one of the same to get the most out of your day so you live a more purposeful life at the end of the day you know and you're on point you're not doing the shit that that is just fluff, right? Right.
0: So, just a few uh, last questions. Uh, what's what or who inspires you and why?
1: Um, who inspires me? Um, the way Elon Musk thinks is you know enviable about how big he thinks, um, and then he just just goes for it. And he's a bit of a loose cannon too, so which I love. <laughs> Um, and you know, like like the other day, like he's got $3 billion companies and then he puts it at an EDM dance track, um, and, and, and then develops it and then sells something like, I don't know, how many, how many of those flamethrowers did he create and then sell? Like they all sold out in like an hour or something like that. He he got yeah, the guy, the guy's loose like that. I don't know how well his family life is going, but at the end of the day, or his health, but at the end of the day, um, he is what it is. So that can be admired. I think um, from a branding point of view, I love uh, what Richard Branson has done. I love, um, uh, yeah, different people for different reasons. You know, like Grant Cardone, um, I admire what he's done and what he's doing. Um, He seems to be the genuine um real deal um and it's hard to look through the bullshit too of what people put up on social media and whether they're full of shit or not Mm -hmm. you know so i'm really cautious about who i who i subscribe to who i who i let let information into my world from Mm -hmm. um and i i actively unsubscribe Mm -hmm. you know and I, i actively unfollow people that just aren't serving me anymore but if i want to find out something about a particular topic or I've got a goal, you know, like I said, quarterly goals and stuff. And if I want to just compress um, the learning over mm-hmm. the next 90 days, I will, I will obsess about one, two, maybe three people mm-hmm. and, and find out how they think, how, you know, read all their stuff, subscribe to their stuff and just unsubscribe from everyone else and just, just zero in on whatever that goal is.
0: Mm-hmm yeah that's that's amazing i mean the, the age of digital information is just too much information that's being um presented at us and one of the things that we need to do better at is you know keep things simple and if you have to unsubscribe to you know uh you know the people that you thought that were benefiting you, you know your life at one point i mean to make your life more simple i think that that's the way to go
1: because uh, you know, dude, this
0: is too much information that we just can't take in so yeah, I
1: used to run a, I used to run events, right. And, and one of the, one of the exercises that I used to do was I'd get everyone to get their mobile phone out. We talk about toxic relationships and, you know, and, and, and people in our lives that are um, serving a purpose, you know, who are adding, not subtracting from our energy. Right. So I get everyone to get their mobile phones out, um, cell phones and literally delete the names and numbers and the people that we've lost contact with that aren't in our lives anymore that just shit people to be around you know the kinds of people that you feel that you need a washer or a holiday after you catch up with them Right. you know versus the, the kinds of people that you feel that you've been fulfilled you know you've been energized by right. so after doing that exercise people are maybe deleting hundreds of people <laughs> you know and we power we power delete not overthink it just go with intuition and go nah this person's dickhead 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 dickhead, dickhead. And um, and at the end of it, people are just like, oh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, like like this burden has been lifted, mm-hmm. and they feel so much lighter. And I've done this exercise time and time again, um, and and like we're carrying around that burden, that energetic burden every single day on our person. Mm-hmm. You just think about that, and, and it's and it's a crazy thing to do, but I think scaling that out we need to do that in our inboxes we need to do that in with our time and be really selective with who we're spending time for our times on a fucking charity right yeah you know we really do need to check in with ourselves and how we' how we're banging out our day and, and how we're, and how and who we're spending it with mm-hmm. um, and what we're, and, and, and making sure that we're, we're doing the stuff. It is really um, you know, uh, escalating our goals. It is really pushing into what we define as successful for, for ourselves.
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate those, uh, those thoughts. Um, where can people find you? Should they want to connect?
1: I'm from the future, man. It's going to be pretty hard. <laughs> um, so no, I um, go to bucketlistguide.com. Uh, that is me. If anyone wants to suss out about being a bucket list coach, check out bucketlistcoach.com forward slash webinars or on the gram. I think that's how the, I, the millennials say it, mate. Is that right? On or whatever. Instagram. Show him generation <laughs> X. I'm like a baby boomer normally. Um, uh Instagram is uh, bucketlistguy.travel. Um, but here's, here's what I want you to do is is if you can post Or if people go through to YouTube and put in Life's Too Short by Trav Bell, watch my TED Talk. Mm. Um, I did that a few years ago, but it's still relevant. I challenge you, Kong, and I challenge all your watchers and listeners to watch my TED Talk and then write out their bucket list and then literally send it to me. All right, trav at thebucketlistguy dot is my email, my personal email. I want you to watch it and then send it to me. And I know most podcast hosts do this. Okay. Just saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, what, what should I expect? What should we expect from you? Are you gonna?
1: I have, I have magical, futuristic ways <laughs> um, to make to make that happen. To, uh, to make some of your bucket list items. Yeah, i got superpowers that, that, that may help you do your bucket list items sooner rather than later.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for for uh, your contribution to me and to my audience. We would really appreciate that. Cool, um, sure, Well, folks, you guys know where to find uh, Trav, um, as mentioned, and thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Um, and go on and uh, enjoy your day and go out surfing.
1: Yeah, we'll do mate. Cheers.
0: Cheers.